Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know you can still enjoy the finer things while on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode and meet today's host, Rachel Clark, our co-host and resident astro bombshell. Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. I am today's host and Shocker Girl Co's resident astrologer, Rachel Clark, and we are a community of multidimensional women on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have a very special guest, Maisie Bristol. She is a sought-after tarot teacher and astrologer that guides individuals towards clarity and self-development. Maisie specializes in offering one-on-one readings that provide her audience the healing tools they need for a deeper understanding of their mental health, relationships, and life choices. Her work helps people dial into their inner wisdom for self-development and reflection when going through transformative challenges. Maisie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, of course, of course. So we like to start out the show on a high note, super exciting, what are you the most excited for today? Well, uh, it's Friday, so <laughs> I'm very excited that it's Friday, the weekend's coming, but um, in something totally not related to tarot whatsoever, I actually, I bought a horse this week, so wow. um, yeah, so I'm really excited to just hang out with my horse, my new horse, yeah. and like bond a little bit this weekend. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's amazing. What prompted yeah. you to buy a horse like is, has that been like a dream since childhood like tell me more <laughs> it's been it's been a dream since childhood like I grew up riding horses and it's just always kind of been around but I haven't been able to fully like get into it um partially because my parents didn't want to pay for it so I you know took lessons and everything and then they pulled me out and now I'm like well I'm an adult and I have my own money so I'm gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> yes. so um so I I've been intensely horse searching for a couple months and I finally found one and landed on one so I'm really excited I can't wait to just ride and I, I'd like to learn how to barrel race um, which is like a western rodeo event not that I'm going to be eventing but you know I would just it's a, a bucket list of mine to learn how to barrel so oh yes wow. I love it. Yeah. So what's the horse's name? So I, he's 14. So he came from another family and 14 years old for a horse is not, it's, he's still fresh, still young. He came from another family and his name there was bogey. (laughs) And it's supposedly a bad, like golf, like a bogey. Um, It's supposedly a bad idea to change a horse's name, but I, I, I don't necessarily love the name bogey. So I'm calling him Bo. So it's just a shortened version of bogey. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, I love it. Um, so I guess in sharing what I'm the most excited about today, I think it would have to be celebrating my birthday. Now, today is not my birthday, but it is the weekend before I go out to Hawaii, which is how I'm actually celebrating my birthday with a few of my clients who I've been working with them for, let's see, about six, seven months now. And so getting to actually meet them in person. And also since they're local, like I think it's gonna be super exciting to get to explore all the local spots. Like, you know, those- uh, those. That's the best way to vacation, I think. <laughs> yes, totally. So I'm, I'm super pumped about that. And I think that that would have to be what I'm the most excited for. We're getting sushi. It's gonna be great. I got a tiramisu cake that my aunt homemade for me. I'm like, I'm ready to bask in all this Venus day energy for sure. Amazing. (laughs) So the next segment of the podcast is called the chakra shout out. So let's do a chakra shout out today. I'm wanting to shout out my branding team, Dynamo Ultima. They are in Incredible. You can find them at Dynamo Ultima on Instagram, but they have literally taken this Gemini's like multitude of scattered ideas and made something absolutely beautiful out of it. And I'm really excited to birth this into the world, but it is all due to them. And I, I could not recommend them enough to every single entrepreneur, especially spiritual heart centered entrepreneurs that I know. Like it, 
They are the bomb. The entire process has been incredible. And I just wanna, I wanna shout them out today. Who would you like to shout out today? So I just have a question about that. Are they, yeah. what, what do they do exactly? Do they help like manifest projects from like thought to reality or? Oh yeah. So this team now it's, I believe that they're married. I'm like almost hundred percent sure that they're married and um, they take you through the entire branding process. So like there's an entire questionnaire and then they meet with you in person to kind of dissect, you know, who you are and what solar self-expression looks like to you. Um, they are, they are like the people to go to if you have like a, a dream, <laughs> like that really yeah. is the best way to put it. So totally. Yeah. Like, like they will help you to conceptualize and design the brand that truly represents you and all of your magnificence. And they have such a special way of bringing forward your gifts. But I think that one of the best parts about the experience is how much of an up level it's been just by coming to know myself further and coming to know my, my impact and my purpose further through this experience. Like it's, it's like giving visuals to it all, something that you felt since you were small, right? Like that I'm here for more. I'm here to create something magnificent and they really like, like I said, they bring the visual aspect of that. So I think that that's probably the best way that I can describe it. But for example, the day that I started working with them is the day that I decided to get a divorce. The next time that I met with them, I was already on the road to my new home. The next time that I met with them, um, they were putting together like the entire website and everything. And at that point, I actually found out that I am autistic. And it's just like the life up level that happened was incredible, you know? And so, yeah, I digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who would you like to shout out today? I have this product that I am obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not a, an entrepreneurial product, but it is an Oracle deck that I am just like head over heels for. I love this thing. Yeah. Um, and it's especially because I love love and I love reading on relationships. And this Oracle deck is called Seasons of the Soul. And it is by, made by a tarot reader called Lumiere. She does a lot of YouTube videos um, and I, I love her as a tarot reader. And this deck is more about like, it, it, every card has a thought that a partner could have. So some of them, one of them says I'm a coward, which if they're not taking the next step, you know, like that would be a thought that they have. Or, um, I think about you all the time, or mm. I feel lost without you, or I wish we didn't have that fight. Like just random thoughts that one could have in a relationship is just compiled oh. in this deck. And so you shuffle and you pick out, you know, a couple cards and you kind of can understand where someone's coming from. And oh. it's a really great way to add to tarot readings, like on relationships as to like a clarifying card or just like a, like a scope on things. So yeah. I love it. I've been <laughs> using it all the time. And that is, that's the one thing I'd like to shout out. Oh, that's so special. What was it called again? The Seasons of the Soul Oracle Deck. The season of the soul. Wow. That, that whole entire thing just so speaks to me. I was actually, you know, on the note of that, I was thinking about Gemini season and the fact that Gemini is represented by the lovers. Am I, am I right on this? Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so like how much we can learn through the meaning of of that card in particular about this season that we're all in, that we're all experiencing. I actually want to ask you about it later on, mm -hmm. but just a little preface because I'm super curious about the ties between, you know, tarot and, and making it kind of pragmatic, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I love to talk about that. Oh, um, amazing. Ready. <laughs> yes. I'm super excited to get into this. Wow. Like I have been so excited to meet with you ever since. I saw that we were meeting and uh yeah so this is going to be a beautiful conversation everybody's going to want to make sure to stick around for sure um so 
with the slumber party questions, we're going to kind of like, what do they call it? Quick fire or something. Uh -huh. something yeah, I just, I just answer without thinking. <laughs> yes, totally. Okay. So what is your current morning ritual? Wake up, walk my dog. Love it. Yeah. Got to yes. get outside. <laughs> yes. And it's so simple too. And that's you really don't know what a good walk does for you. And I, I'm one of those people that like, I get so chained to my desk. Like I have natural Adderall. Like I just, I can just go on projects and not look up. And then all of a sudden the day's over, you know, Oh wow, yeah. so to have a dog, especially a very energetic dog who needs <laughs> at least two walks, the very minimum a day. Yeah. Um, it gets me outside the house and I really appreciate her for that. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. What are your favorite crystals? Oh, clear quartz. I, I'm like one of those overthinkers and I just need, I need clear quartz in my life. Mm -hmm. like at all times. <laughs> yes. I, I it's definitely. so basic, but it's so needed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who is your favorite Kardashian? Oh, I think probably Chloe. I just feel like she's the most outspoken down to earth. Yes. <laughs> I completely agree. I I love Chloe. I'm I'm just a sucker for Kim, and I'm not sure if that's like the like little why? that, for whatever reason, was just absolutely obsessed with Kim Kardashian, but still got a lover. So, what are your big three? And by that, I mean your Sun, Moon, and Rising. Ooh, I am a an Aquarius Sun, Leo Moon, and Aquarius Rising. Ooh, okay. I love it. Mm -hmm. And the last question for you is if you could describe your day today with one tarot card, what would it be? And clue us in on the meaning. I just feel really happy and optimistic today. Mm -hmm. Like I've had a really rough week and maybe it's because of clip season or something, but like, it's just been very stressful and a lot of work and I'm just finally coming down from all that. So I would have to say like the sun probably. Oh, I just wow. feel really good today. <laughs> and um, I'm just happy. <laughs> it just seems like a very sun card kind of day. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. So uh, let's get into your story. Tell us more about your spiritual awakening and how the esoteric became your life's work. It's so interesting because it kind of just fell in my lap. I love it. You know, I love it so much and I resonate with it so much and um, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. I think I just allowed the universe to like give me signs and I kind of just kept following them. I, I found a deck in my house. That's how I started reading. And, uh, I, I was just fascinated by it, but I didn't realize like until a couple of years later that people actually took it seriously. I thought I was like the weirdo going to Barnes and Noble and like scouring books, you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't know that people actually made money off of readings and other people took them seriously. And I just thought I was kind of like, they're just cool cards. But then once I realized that it was serious, I was like, I was just all in, there was no going back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I just, I created the business only because I kind of wanted money to go back and, uh, and see my boyfriend at the time I was in England and he was in New York. And so I just, yeah, I just, you know, needed some extra cash. And so I started the business and I didn't even think it was going to work because I was doing like email readings uh -huh. and then it just, I don't know, it just started working. And, and so I kept going with it and then, you know, created a, an Instagram account for it and it's just taken off. Um, Kind of, I just have been following the steps, you know, that have been given to me. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, you know, like what I can feel from you, because I was also just on your Instagram page, like right before we met, I was, I was like, I want to get a feel of her and I'm super excited for this conversation. So I just, I wanted to know even more about you and like the way that you share is in such a like it really feels like your words and that your interpretation is pulled from the soul. Like it, it really does feel so deeply connected to just like this deep inner wisdom. Do you, do you feel Thank that you. within yourself? <laughs> Thank you. That's like one of the most amazing things oh, uh, here. Uh, I, I do feel like I'm an old soul. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like that, you know, and I, I've, I've, 
gotten, wow, you're so much like you act so much older, like you're so much more mature than your age. I've gotten that throughout my life. And I just, so I feel like maybe that's where like the, the wisdom comes from. Maybe I've had a million past lives (laughs) or something. Um, but another thing is that I am a writer by trade and I have always been a writer. It just comes so naturally to me. So sharing on social media and um, writing readings or writing captions or whatever, it really does come from the soul because it is the best way that I can possibly express myself. I just have the benefit of being able to do that on, on social media. Yeah. Wow. So beautiful. So the chakra world community is full of women who are committed to their spiritual journeys. And like the babes who reach out to me are always looking for, you know, different rituals or like different ideas to play with. And so how can we use the tarot to help us connect like to our inner priestess or to our most abundant selves or really to anything that we're wanting to pull forward and well, I guess more so like call forward in our lives? That is a great question. And I feel like a a really good answer here might be to incorporate both tarot and oracle decks because oracle decks can give you pretty straightforward answers if you're like what's my day like today or something Mm -hmm. Um, and if you want to get deeper tarot decks can help you do that but I think incorporating multiple decks is a good idea because you know one empress card might give you a different interpretation or impression than another empress card from a different deck Mm -hmm. so just keeping in mind that you don't want to stick with one deck forever. It's just, it should be more fluid. And like, if you're more fluid with your cards and like what you're using, then I think that messages come easier at that point. Cause you're less like restricted. Mm-hmm. So um, just being open to what comes through and, and to changing it up, like not staying true to like the daily pull, you know? Yeah. Like I don't pull, I don't pull a daily card um, just cause I think it would be monotonous and I don't know. Like I, I just, I basically, my thing is I, when I feel it, I pull cards myself or whatever, but yeah, just making sure you're not in a, a strict routine. I think that's the the best way that you can get messages. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So I've heard some myths and I would love to know your take. I would love it. Oh yes. Is it true that someone has to gift you your first tarot deck? Like, what is that even about? I knew it. I knew this was going to be the first question. Um, <laughs> It is not true. (laughs) I think that's a dumb myth. And um, I I mean, tarot cards are meant for you. Like it's like a personal thing. So why would you have to wait for someone to give you a deck when that deck might not even like resonate with you at all? Right. People need to realize there are so many decks out there. And when you go and search for one, the right one will jump out at you and you'll just feel it. And what's best about that is that when you actually get that deck, you're going to be learning so much faster because you actually, you know, connect with it. They're like people. Like sometimes we just connect with some people and other times we don't. So it's the same way with decks. Beautiful. Okay. So then do you have a favorite deck of your own? I was just thinking before we go on to that, like if someone gifted you a best friend, (laughs) like okay how does that work you know for instance arranged marriages can work sometimes or they sometimes don't work and um that's because you know like you didn't choose it so not to say that this is bad or anything I just mean that you know it can go like different directions yeah and um it's important I think for you to choose your own path so my favorite my favorite tarot deck Mm mm-hmm I have the, I'm really stuck on the Rider Waite Smith deck right now. It's like a version of the original Rider Waite deck, but I've always found that deck to be really like the colors to be too bold and bright and awkward. And I just never really resonated with it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this deck, which is takes into consideration the actual original artist who made that deck mm-hmm. um, is a lot, it's more muted and subtle and um I don't know why I just connect with it more so I've been I've been using that lately and there's also a borderless version of it that I would like to get at some point um, that I don't have right now but um but I think the borderless is pretty cool too okay like a more like an emphasis 
you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you ever worked with the Thoth deck? I have not. No. Okay. I can't yeah. even speak to it, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I have, I have no thoughts on it. <laughs> got you. Got you. Yeah. It's, um, it's one of the decks that I first started working with and there's this beautiful guidebook that you, you do buy separately because the book I, I don't believe is by the same people who made this deck, but it's so empowering. And there's like an affirmation for every possible card that you could pull. And yeah, that's, I think that that is the very first um, tarot deck that I really connected with. And so, yeah, I love, I love hearing like what decks people have really connected to, because I think that there's also something within that, that, you know, just like speaks to the person and, and speaks to their personality and, and what speaks to their soul. And so I, I love hearing what speaks to your soul. That's awesome. So you mentioned with choosing a deck that you'll feel it, you'll know. What other tips do you have for choosing your first deck or choosing your next one? Choosing a deck. Just in general, I mean, I think I would still say the same thing. Like I would look through any pic, I would want to see pictures of like the cards instead of just judging by the box. So that's important, but it's really kind of like looking at the colors and if the colors are, are making you feel connected to it or safe or comfortable. Like I, again, that Rider weight, the original Rider weight is just like too brash for me. I, I like would always be like, ew, I kind of feel, um, I would kind of feel like, I don't know, tacky or something when I use them. So that's not a feeling that you want. Right. And so I think that's important when you're trying to find a deck, you hold the cards, you like look at them and then you sort of figure out, like go within and go, am I feeling happy right now? And I'm, <laughs> am I feeling uh, content or do I feel like I want to kind of move on and really care for these images, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that's kind of, that's really just it. Just listening to the inner voice. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. So for the babes who maybe are just starting, love to know, is there a specific way that you connect with the deck before the first use? Like, is there any kind of a ritual, like a clearing? Oh, okay. So yeah, I have, sorry. I got excited, okay. um, but I have an answer for this. I love to do interview spreads with my decks. Mm. That's like the very first thing I like to do with them because every deck is different. Like I said, they're like people and they have different um, personalities or way that they like give you messages mm -hmm. and um, it's different for you versus another person. So to create that bond, I usually set up a couple questions, like five questions or so. Mm -hmm. that I want to know about the deck like how how do you give messages or what can I learn from you or um what card might come up in a love situation or you know things like that and that way you're kind of getting to know that deck before you even start yeah yeah it's like a first date right yeah totally. <laughs> oh first I love date it question. Yes. <laughs> Just having your, your like standard list of like, all right, or how are we going to connect? And yeah, I think that's really beautiful. I've, I've never heard of a perspective like that. I just love the way that you, that you connect with things. Like it's, it's super beautiful. So, um, I guess like for the absolute beginners, what kind of questions can you ask the tarot? Absolute beginners. I think it's pretty, it would be good to stick with one to three cards per mm -hmm. spread. You can ask pretty much anything you want, but I would try to stay with like yes or no questions mm -hmm. um, so that when you're learning the cards and something comes up, you're not like, well, what does that mean necessarily? You're like, how does that make me feel? It does that make me feel like it's definite? No. Cause you can see like with the imagery, there is a sense, there's a certain sense that you get. It's like looking at a painting, you know, you're it's supposed to emote something. So mm -hmm. when you look at cards, whether it makes you feel good or bad is pretty innate. And that's usually yes or no. <laughs> so yeah. on top, and then you, you know, and then you go and look at the meaning and you and you try to learn, but mm -hmm. it helps you associate good or bad or I don't I don't like that black and white, good or bad, because not no cards are good 
or bad, you know, Um, they're all just here to help, but it just, it helps you understand like what their path is and like where, where they're coming from faster. So I would say yes or no questions and one to three card spreads. And you can pretty much ask whatever you want. Like if you're, if you want to know if someone's crushing on you, you can literally say, is this person crushing on me? (laughs) Or, or if you want to get more in depth, you can say, how does this person feel about me? You know, and then um, whatever card comes up, it's still kind of like a positive or a negative, like, or, or, you know, sort of ambivalent, like you can tell um, based on what card comes up during that question. So being very specific. Okay. So let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. And um, one to three card spreads. Yeah. So then with that, is there like a question that you tend to get the most or anything like that? It's funny because when COVID hit, my questions changed or the questions from my clients changed, which is interesting. A lot of people moved on from like career decisions and, you know, love life to more like esoteric questions. Like what is the next year going to look like for me? Or how to like inspire? I have this inspire me spread. And so a lot of people like got that because they're like, I'm not really happy right now. It's just, there's an awakening that happened during COVID. And I think people were trying to find the next step for them. Like that was really rooted in who they are. So they're going within and trying to figure out who they are so that they can move on. So I got a lot of who am I and inspire me and uh, what's happening in the next year or six months, which was super interesting. Um, And now it's kind of leveled out to love again, you know, and, and then the usually like six months or one month ahead or sorry, one year ahead. Yeah. Okay. Got you. So my next question around this is what is your take on who or what is answering these questions? Like what is this force of tarot that is just like this infinite uh, well of wisdom? What's your, what's your take on all of that? Like how, like where it comes from? Yeah. What, what is the tarot? I guess is like really, no, I I totally get it. It is kind of fascinating that it can be so prophetic and then like just be a deck of cards. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the, I think the reason that it's like that and the reason that tarot works is because it's not necessarily, it's not about the cards. It's about you and the cards react to you. They're, they're an inanimate object, you know, and they, they have, I say they have their own like personality and way of doing and way of being. I don't really like mess with them, you know, when I'm shuffling or whatever, but I don't mess with them because I know they're going to react to my energy. And mm-hmm. if, and so that's how it works. Like, like attracts like, you know, law of attraction. So if we're trying to think about, give me the answers, not necessarily the answers I want, but just like, 
give me insight. Um, that's how I like to approach it. It's like uh, when I have a client, I that she somewhat they ask me a question and I say thank you so much for giving them insight as opposed to like thank you so much for them being happy or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in that way, Tara just responds to your energy, and so whatever comes up is like meant to come up. That's yeah. how I see it. Oh, beautiful. And you know about that too. Like this is not a situation necessarily where like you need to check your energy and your baggage at the door like it really feels like the tarot is like it's compassionate like it really is here to help and it is here to help you to almost like unfold the layers of you and and what you're moving through would you say that that's Totally. No, I, I think that's very true. I mean, if you're going to talk about something that you have weight around, you want to bring that weight to the table Yeah. Uh, to share it. I will say that if you're trying to read on a topic and you have other issues going on, like if you're trying to read on money stuff and you have problems with your partner, mm -hmm. like, and they're like consuming your thoughts, it's going to be really difficult to read on your money when your thoughts are surrounded by like the issues with your partner, you know? Yeah. So you have to be clear and like direct in what you want to talk about. Yeah. And Tara will answer. But if you have conflicting things going on upstairs, it can be hard for it to, you know, help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> locate what you want. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So then when it comes to memorizing the meanings of the cards, because yeah, like you don't necessarily have to memorize in order to, to use them. But for the people who would like to, do you have any tips for doing that? Uh-huh. I, um, I tend to say that the best way to memorize things are to associate, you know, with, with certain things. So for instance, if I, like, if you hear a song that you have a really strong attachment to, it takes you right back there, like right away without you even trying, you know? Mm -hmm. So what I do for, or what I did for cards is I would associate that card with a situation that I've felt before or a person that I know, you know, like the emperor, I associate that with a person because of his sort of like all about me vibe and a little bit more materialistic and, but like leader powerhouse, you got to listen to him just because he's like so magnetic, you know? Yes. Um, so like, I know people like that and I go, okay, the emperor, I think of this person mm -hmm. and, um, and for the reasons that you think of that person, you'll remember. And those are usually key words and key things about that card. So yeah, I found that to be the most helpful. Oh, that's, that's so cool that you say that one of my favorite absolute favorite methods for teaching astrology and like showing people that you already know this language like you already know it it's part of your life astrology was a study of people is to look at the people around you and especially the people that you have closer relationships with and like you know go through the zodiacs and if you know an Aries for example my mom's an Aries well I have a lot of experience with her and I know what her highest expression looks like and her lowest expression. I know, you know, what all those things, how they translate essentially. And so it is, it's so powerful to like start to relate to, to things, people, situations, stories that you already know. Yeah. I think that's, that's really cool. So can we use our, in, our intuition to interpret the readings on ourselves or others as well, or using our intuition is a key part of getting accurate readings. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the problem with that is that it only comes after you've worked with the cards for a while. I feel like because at first, when you're looking at the cards, you're just trying to like understand what they're saying to you. Yeah. So there's not really room for messages, like intuitive messages, to come through from you. Because you're just trying, you're taking up so much mental space trying to figure out what it's saying and like what the meaning is and how to connect them. And so when you're first learning, it it can be tough. But once you got the cards down, you'll start to get little nudges here and there about what this card means. I mean, there are some cards that have multiple meanings, and you kind of just go with it whenever when you feel that that's the right thing. Yeah, and it only grows stronger once you take chances like that. So yeah, in intuition is huge and I use it, you know, every day and you have to just like let go of 
wondering whether you're right. <laughs> That's really the hardest part. Yep. You just have to let go of it. You're, you're getting a, a thought for a reason and you should roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're currently in eclipse season. Lots I, of yep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> we are very aware. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, yes. Yeah, so with being in eclipse season, my take on it, it is a time for you to rest and relax, just kind of like sit back a little bit and receive the change, receive the eclipse, receive things kind of closing on themselves, um, and also receive new doors opening. And so this is all happening during Gemini season. And we had talked a little bit in the beginning about how the lover's card is associated with mm -hmm. Gemini. So what can we learn about this current season that we're in based upon the lover's card? The lover's card in relation to Gemini, mm -hmm. for me, that shows an eagerness to connect with other people and having a lighthearted, fun, flirty kind of approach to life. Yeah. Like, let's not be serious. Let's not commit. Yeah. <laughs> let's just kind of hang out and, you know, live in the moment. It's a very, very Gemini energy kind of thing. And that seems to be like what this season is about. And if we take it, take that and apply it to eclipse season, which is really what you were just talking about, about not being so serious, like taking a step back and just receiving life as it comes to you. That's yeah. where lovers and Gemini overlap, you know? Yes. Well, you see, I am a Gemini. And so <laughs> that may be where part of that comes from that very light approach to some pretty heavy things. It, it definitely can be. Um, I mean, Gemini's favorite thing to do with serious stuff is to downplay it and laugh it off. Yes. You know? Like, so, I mean, that's kind of what you have to do with eclipse season because you are really not in control. Like you just let it happen and kind of laugh at the chaos and go, okay, <laughs> this is happening. I'm like legitimately cracking up about it all too. So, oh yeah, it's like, what, what a beautiful way to look at things though. Really, truly, like, I think it's a blessing that this happens during Gemini season because yeah we're we're all feeling a little bit of that like it, the eclipse is really intense but we can also find things that are more lighthearted we can find things to to giggle at or with you know it's like we can have fun in our life experience even in the darker times and yeah, that, that connection is something that can bring more light to those situations and even like connecting with people who are going through similar things. And yeah, just like, I think that sometimes it gets lost that concept that we are all truly connected at all times. And, you know, when, when one of us is going through something, we're, we're all going through something. And this is a time where I think we can kind of band together and support each other in, in really beautiful ways. So um, thank you for your take on that. I, I love it. <laughs> so, <No> problem. <laughs> yes. So this has all been incredible. How can we work with you further? I try to share as much knowledge as possible on Instagram because I know that people are interested in learning and they, nobody really likes to dive deep and like, go, you know, take a class right away or whatever. They just want like information bit by bit. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm literally always on there. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's just part of my life now. So um, if you send me a DM, you have any questions about tarot or astrology, I'm so happy to answer. I'm super friendly and I love to help and I will, you know, do what I can to make, to help you on your journey. I offer birth chart readings, tarot readings, and um, I also have a class, a tarot course that is pre-recorded, and all you have to do is just buy the course, and then you're in. And um, in in a in respect to my wanting to help, I also offer a weekly like office hour for this course, so people who are enrolled can have one-on-one -on -one kind of sessions with me for mm -hmm. an hour every Monday um, to to just get more questions answered or just you know find concrete 
answers if you're not finding them on your own. Oh, so cool. Okay. So, well, that's all amazing. Make sure that you guys go check out Maisie. So where can we find you on Instagram website, all of that? I am on Instagram. I am at Tara by Maisie. That's my handle at Tara by Maisie. And then, um, you can find, you know, readings or the class through my link in my bio, or you can go to my website, which is www.terabymaisie.com. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Well, I think, I think that I'm about to purchase the course because <laughs> Gemini energy, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just wanting to learn. Yeah, you're feeling the learning energy and it's your birthday. You're like, got to gift myself something. So what better way, what better gift there is than uh, to, to make yourself learn something. <laughs> yes, especially like something that's only going to allow me to spend more hours uncovering all the layers of me, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very cool. So we're going to move into the next segment, which is manic moments and manifesting where we share our last meltdown and the manifestations that came out of it. And I'll, I'll go first. So this past couple of weeks has been really interesting. My eclipse kind of started before the eclipse even happened, which I had a feeling was going to happen. Just so many life changes. And I've always battled with ADHD and I felt a lot of my life kind of alone in a lot of senses where the things that I experience other people didn't seem to, or like the people around me just didn't. And my ADHD was getting to the point where it was like, I was forgetting everything. Like I would, I actually flooded my last home that I was in. Cause I forgot to, <laughs> that I left the water on. Oh um, my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I was in a three hour class with a group program of mine and I came out and my entire, like I was standing at the top of the stairs and I could hear water just pouring through the ceiling onto the bottom floor of my hut. Like, oh my gosh, it was just a disaster. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. And we were renting, which was even worse. But um, you see, it was just like, it was getting out of hand. It was really in- insane. And so decided to go to, to therapy. In doing that, I found that I actually don't just have ADHD. I actually have autism spectrum disorder and it brought so much emotion, so much more understanding, but also like, wait, what? Like I have lived my whole life with autism and had no idea, never had any accommodations made never like developed coping skills with a professional. It was all just me figuring out life and feeling like I'm so different than everybody else, but nobody sees it. Why? And I found out that that was because of something called masking, which is where people who are neurodivergent, we tend to do things um, to adjust our behavior so that other people are more comfortable around us or, you know, we look more quote unquote normal. And I had this moment. Well, actually I had a series of moments of just feeling really frustrated by this and lots of days of of tears. I'm a cancer rising. All of my (laughs) Gemini placements, I have a stellium in Gemini. It's all in the Pisces house, you know, like, totally. I'm very watery and, uh, (laughs) I've been spending my days in the pool here. I've just moved to Arizona. And so that's been beautiful. But I was like sitting in the pool and just having one of those moments, like, who am I? What, like, what is my life? And, and just with this very Pisces. (laughs) Oh, totally. My, my Jupiter is in Pisces as well. My Midheaven is in Pisces and my South Node as well. So, oh yeah. And then of course, like I said, the Gemini sun, Mercury and Mars all in the 12th house. So totally <laughs> very, very Pisces, but I digress. So I, it was just like this, who am I kind of moment? And it felt like relearning who I am. And that felt really scary after so many years of doing like, you know, my personal development and self-growth and just relearning me. And I had this moment 
in the pool where I was floating. And I had this emotion come over my body, which actually happens quite often, where I just feel like I need to burst out laughing and that I need to put the biggest smile on my face and just like express how happy I feel from the inside. But I stop myself because there's no real reason outside of me that I'm laughing. There's no real reason that I'm smiling that big. And in the past, when I have allowed that motion to actually course through, people get kind of uncomfortable. They're like, why are you laughing? What are you laughing? <laughs> what are you laughing yeah. at? What's going on? And in that moment in the pool, I noticed myself stopping myself from smiling and stopping myself from laughing. And it was just this moment of you know, I was so serious about everything that I was experiencing and feeling so down. And then it just hit me that now I get to be fully myself and there is nothing that I have to hide. Now that I have this understanding, now that I can share this with the people around me, now they'll understand. And now I have something where it just, it's like, this thing that felt like it put me in a box at first, it gave me liberation, it gave me freedom. And that felt really beautiful. Sorry, that was the most Gemini way of <laughs> telling a story. Just had to include all the details, but oh, yeah, it, was a, it was just this very beautiful moment. So tell us, <laughs> what was your last manic moment and the manifestation that came out of that? So hard to follow that. No, I'm just kidding. I had a kind of a manic moment too. Recently, actually, I mean, I moved to Montana last year mm. and it, this has been something like living in the country has been something that I knew that I wanted to do, but the life that I was on, like just wasn't allowing me to do that either yet or at all. And then I remember I, I was with my ex-boyfriend now, <laughs> but we were traveling and um, we came to Montana and to um, Wyoming and kind of did like a ski trip kind of thing. And I was just like, God, I just can't, I just want to be here. Like, can't wait to think about moving. And I could just tell that we were on the opposite page. Like he was like, yeah, it's cool for a visit. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You don't understand. Like, this is me. Like I feel this. <laughs> and um, I've always felt that that's the thing. Like, I've always felt connected to the country and the mountains and horses and, and ranching and like just being out there. And I've known it's something I want to do, but like, I just couldn't really make the move. And then I looked at myself and I was like, I am almost, you know, I'm getting like, in my, I'm in my high twenties. I thought this is something I might do in my early twenties, you know, to like, to move out there. And I didn't want to move out there with a like with a husband and then like have a second home. Like I want to be there. And then I can only be there if I like grow up a little bit there, like in my twenties. And I was just like, this is the moment, like I need to do this. And I, <laughs> it was helpful that I was working from home um, during COVID. So I had the opportunity to just like get up and move without disrupting my, my career life. But yeah, I like broke up with my boyfriend. I left and I went to Montana and you know, got a dog just bought a horse. Like <laughs> I'm just like yes. living my life in the way that, is so true to me. And I, it was just kind of, it's been a moment only because a lot of people didn't expect this of me only because I was living through the lens of like their life. Like I lived in New York city. I did the city life and I was, you know, in digital journalism and I was making money there and whatever, but that's just like, that's not me. I just happened to be there and I wanted to stay there because it's what I thought I needed to do to like make money. Mm -hmm. And um, I just like living a lie, you know, for the past couple of years. And I'm just like, so happy. I finally did something for myself that was, that feels true. And I think this is one of the, the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Oh my gosh. Wow. I love it. I recently, well, within the past couple of years, had a trip through Montana. I actually also was a manic moment. I drove home all by myself from Washington is where I was living previous to here and drove through Montana and I felt what you're describing where it's just like no I think 
I think part of me like belongs here. Like it's so beautiful. And are you like anywhere near mountains and, and all of that? I am. I'm near mountains and it is very beautiful. It does get extremely cold. People put up with the cold. So they get like the summer. I, <laughs> it is, it's very beautiful. And there's, it's really hard to leave um, once yeah. you get here. But, you know, just for real, though, Montana sucks. Don't move. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm a little territorial now. <laughs> yeah, I I live, I just got here to Arizona and, like, I have an apartment that's about to be ready. And even then, there was almost no thought involved in, in coming here. It was just, like, intuition said, let's go. And that was I, it was totally intuition for me too I was yeah. like I don't know why I feel that the need to do this right now in this moment yeah. but like I'm just gonna listen to it and it was the right thing to do it's just crazy yeah. I just I up and moved in like a month yes <laughs> like oh, I put God. my 30 days in I you know like found a place I visited I came back I moved I like packed my stuff in two weeks and moved like it was it was so fast but it just felt right. So I just kept doing it. Oh, yes. And, and it was right. <laughs> well, you know, I also just love that there was like this energy of claiming everything for yourself in that moment. Like it was, it was like, if the relationship is not working, then I'm claiming this for myself. If the location is not working, I'm claiming this for myself, claiming my freedom. I'm claiming my sovereignty. Like I'm, I'm claiming all of that. And it was like I just think that that's really really beautiful so oh wow thank you so much for this conversation this has been incredible one more time can you tell us where we can find you I want to make sure that everybody knows where you're at so that they can book their readings they can get the course with me I need my accountability buddies let us know where, where can we find you again I am at www.tarabymaisie.com. My Instagram account is at tarabymaisie and you'll be able to find readings and the course pretty much on either of those platforms. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much once again. Like it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been so nice to chat with you about all sorts of stuff. I love the dynamic of the show and I love that we got to like cover all sorts, all sorts of topics. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you so much to everyone listening. Make sure that you go and check out Maisie. Shocker Girl Radio will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.